You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it. Fresh off of a great Easter. Mm-hmm. Man, it's always fun with family. Had visit with family. It's yes. good stuff. Good stuff. I have a question, and this is a before. This one probably should have come out before Easter, like at the Monday Thursday episode or something. But mm-hmm. okay, you know, I was thinking, Jesus dies on the cross, and all the events that happen. You know, the earthquake, temple torn, and er, the cur- curtain of the temple torn, mm-hmm. and the dead coming to life. Now, I would have to think we would have plenty of accounts. I'm not, I'm not like questioning the validity of it, but like so many, if there are dead people waking up and walking all over the place, you think you somebody noticed? think that there'd be plenty of people saying, uh, look at this. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And, and Matthew's gospel is the one that features this, okay. this, uh, event where the resurrection, just Matthew, mm-hmm. just Matthew. And, uh, so it's, it's unique to Matthew. And so you think of a Jewish audience, which is basically what that gospel's focused towards is a Jewish audience. And so, okay. Who would recognize them? Right. Jews. Who would, so it must be significant to the Jews that this resurrection happened. Okay. Cause, and, and the, there could be a political stand behind sure. this as well because the Pharisees believed in the resurrection. The Sadducees didn't. Got it. So it could have been a mm, Matthew's oomph says, see, there's resurrection, guys. Yeah. Pharisees. Pharisees got at least that much right. Yeah. And then the Sadducees are still Sadducee. Right. So, because they don't have resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you keep that separate Yo, okay. politically. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I think maybe Matthew had a little bit more intention for this. Yeah. But these would uh, are thought to have been the saints. These would be prominent Jews raised to the raised from the dead. Uh, their tombs were probably right there in the city. So is this like you're thinking about like if people were raised from the dead, this is probably what would make the impact and why Matthew would yeah. bring it up. Okay. Because it make it's a significance to the Jews. Okay. Especially if they're prophets right. were raised. The, okay, I guess Jeremiah did have something. Yeah, say. yeah. And and so it made a difference that way. Uh in addition to the fact that even though this happened on Friday, it would have significance then on the Lord's day. Oh yeah. When the Lord would be raised from the dead. Right. And so you wonder why, why would the guys be, uh, why would the disciples be surprised that Jesus raised from the dead when all this was happening on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. Just how many ways does God have to put it to us before we really get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's odd, though, that like that none of the other gospel writers have that in there and then yet are surprised and even doubtful to see Jesus. Right. Rise from, see, the de- rise from the dead. Uh, doubting Thomas, you know, yes. well, okay, wait a minute. Was he around Friday? Didn't he see all this other stuff going on? Well, well, I still doubt that it happened. I mean, that's complete. until I stick my finger. Yeah, there, there's times when I'm like, well, of course that's logical to doubt that, but then you're like, oh, but it's Jesus. So no, of course it's not logical. This says a great deal about faith. Oh yeah, of course. Just, just how far do they think this Jesus can really go? Yeah, and all of them had seen 
Lazarus raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. And he was dead four days, not just yeah. three. Four days he was dead in the tomb. In the tomb, dead. Right. Stinky, dead. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jesus raised Lazarus. Yeah. John yep. 11. A lot of raising from the dead around that kind of time. So to see that him saying, I'll be raised from the dead and I'll come back. And then Thomas being like, uh, yeah. you guys are just saying that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's nobody in this generation of Christians that doesn't believe in the resurrection of the dead, right? You think? Probably most of us? Probably most of it. We hadn't seen it on Friday. That's true. And we have nothing to gauge it by. Do, are they a little pale when they come out of the graves? Because they haven't seen sun for a while. <laughs> What's this look like? Yeah. Yeah, back then it was, you know, at that time, they say ration that they probably all know what that, knew what that meant because they had heard from it, but we don't get a lot of description as no. to what that actually looked like. And, and these were bodies that didn't have any uh, entombment, any, uh, uh, what do they stick? Yeah. Embalming. Embalming. Okay. No embalming to speak of like we know today. I mean, I, I worked with a funeral director and, and a truck ran over the corner of a, a vault and so they had to disinter the fella and put a new vault in. And uh, when they did, he, he said, well, looked as good as when I buried him, you know? Wow, yeah. <laughs> and that was years before. There was none of that in this. Mm -hmm. And there was no concrete vaults. Right. And there was uh, no airtight stuff right. going on. And so a body dis, uh, falls apart, yeah. basically down to the bones. And, sure. and then the tradition in this period of time was that in the tomb, that front part, then you gather up the bones and put it in ossuary. Yep. And then put the ossuary on the shelf, and that's what's left. Yep. So uh, that was a different way of thinking. Well, a resurrection in that setting, that's pretty major stuff. Oh, yeah. That'd be terrifying. That's all those pieces coming together mm -hmm. and walking around in the streets. Yeah. Makes me wonder. You know, did their, their clothes, you know, go away too? Well, you'd have to think so if it's and composting. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so it could have been quite a scene. Could have been. Would have definitely Should got somebody's attention. Yeah. I would think so. Uh, I wasn't going to make the case that they were clothed in glory. Sure. And so, yeah, we don't have anything indecent happening. But if they're coming up from the dead, you want to make a point, don't you? Well, that would make and a point. Certainly God want to make a point of raising them from the dead. Definitely make a point. Yeah, and then they could just be, you know, passed off as, oh, that's just someone who looks like him. Right. Well, our, our minds can go a lot of different ways oh, yeah. at that point. So, yeah, this is think the, for the, you know. <clears throat> this is us just. Roll it in here. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just always thought that was, or remote, recently thought, thinking about that, about that is, Man, how strange that is that we don't have a lot of accounts of that and that there should have been a uh, hundred percent people devoted to Christianity at that time. If mm -hmm. you see that, if you see it and if you don't, I don't understand how you see that kind of stuff. And then well, how does a brain, but how many times do miraculous things happen and we still explain them away? I think of the, the way point. the Holy Spirit's working through these uh, revivals. Mm -hmm. going around the United States, Oregon and California and Miami, Florida and, and things like that. And people being healed and, and, and uh, speaking in tongues and 
there's people who explain it away. Right. It doesn't get on the six o'clock news. Right. Have you seen it at all on the six o'clock? I don't even think we saw the Asbury revival uh, on the six o'clock news. No. I don't remember that at all. So these things can be happening and not be on anybody's radar because, well, how would it get there? Right. It's not on the six o'clock news. Yep. I've even had a, a friend um, who's agnostic and we, we talk about, you know, faith quite a bit. Um, and it's generally the same argument over and over, but uh, every once in a while, it's something new we can find. And this one time I said, you know, if, is there even anything that could get you to believe? Good question. Um, and cause I think he said the same thing to me and I said, is there anything that I could, that would make me not believe like what evidence? And so I was sitting there trying to come up with something mm-hmm. and uh, no, but what would get me to not believe, you know, is something that man says about science that, Oh yeah, actually I don't think so. And so what about you? You know, if God came down and stood in front of you, you see him descending from the cloud saying, I am God. Would that even make you believe? Probably not. And he said, good point. Yeah. I would think my brain was just messed up. It's like, man, hallucinating. What's interesting though, is when people, when the Holy Spirit gets hold of somebody, you will see those, those uh, testimonies where God institutes just exactly the right thing yep. that convinces that person because their mind works in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And so God knows those things yeah. and he'll place it in their life when it's right, when the yeah. time is right to bring them to him. Yeah. And if they don't fight it off, they'll be in the kingdom. Yeah. If they fight it off, you know, it's there. God's made the offer and the offer is out there for everyone because mm-hmm. he loved the world. Yeah. And he gave his, and gave his own son for it. He's invested greatly in this. All we have to do is believe. Yeah. He, he's asked us to come that far. Mm-hmm. If we choose not to, that's our business. Right. He's done his part. That's right. And went overboard doing his part. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there was this uh, video I was watching. I, I almost did a video on it just by myself because I think we had some sort of scheduling conflict. Oh, I think it was when you were sick. But there's this video talking about how would... I think it was kind of tailored to, you know, like uh, for atheists, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. well, why doesn't God this? Why doesn't... If God wants me to believe in him, why doesn't he come down and tell me? Or why doesn't he um, show himself to everyone? And then it went through and it picked apart all the different ways that God could like definitively show that he is God. And it goes through and talks about how that would not, if you're smart, if you're thinking about it logically, that's not how you're going to get people to do what God is actually calling you to do, which is have faith, Mm -hmm. right? Because without faith, there's, there's, Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Exactly. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Yep. If you're not doing it because of that, if you're not believing because of that, and you're just doing it because God in the sky comes down and he says, hey, well, that's not very loving. No. No. That's not a choice anymore. No, it's not a choice anymore. You know anymore. exactly what you have to do, you must do. That's that's uh, tyrannical. And that's not... That's I mean, not God. Well, he's authoritarian for sure. Mm-hmm but gives us all the free will, all the power to do whatever we want to do here. 
That's it's because that's what he wants. He wants us to freely choose to yep. follow him. Mm -hmm. It's not something he's going to uh, say you must do. Yeah. Well, you must do, but you must do it on your will. You yeah. must do it in your in your faith. Yeah. It, it can't be something he ordains. Mm -hmm. Well, one uh, tactic I've this might be going in an offshoot here. We're at thirteen minutes. We're okay. Is when talking to someone who's agnostic or atheist, you know, is the kind of people who I like to talk to about it because I'm not very convincing most of the time. I think I really? come off as a little aggressive or something, hmm. which that's a fair oh, critique. Okay. Um, is asking them, you know, has there been like a point in your life, any experience or something in your life where you think you might be wrong about what you currently believe? Like, is there anything that you felt or seen or experienced that, might suggest that God is indeed real and that you're wrong. Has there ever been a call like that? I feel like that's a very, very good way to have someone think about it open. Mm -hmm. And if it's a no, then you know that that conversation is now dead. Right. And you say, well, if you ever thought of one, I'd be interested. I feel like it's a really good door opening for that kind of stuff or else, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. we can be seen as annoying. With, we can. Uh, yeah. Where the term Bible thumper comes from. I, I try not to thump my Bible, but I usually have it with me. Yep. I could. I could. Uh, yeah. But I find it's at those moments when we're at our our end, the end of our resources, the re end of our answers that God often will answer. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I hear most often in a testimony is that when I was at the end of myself, God answered. Yeah. So. And I, I think, you know, we have a really resilient mental uh, attitude going on among the atheists, the uh, agnostics, uh, and a lot of has been given them to think they, the way they think. Uh, I mean, we've been indoctrinated in our school systems and, and the, the way we brought up in the uh, sciences, and we've scienced God out of the system. Yep. In reality, science, when it goes down to its root, really still calls a lot of things theory. Oh, everything's theory. And, and so until it's proven, and there's several things they can't prove. Right. But they like to treat it like it's proven. Right. Well, something interesting, well, something to keep in mind with science is there's scientific fact is not a real thing. Based on the scientific definition. There's the no fact. Definition of science. You're exactly. right. There's there is no, no facts. Science is not a fact thing. It is a, you know, even if you prove something, you know, like this is a piece of paper and it's mm -hmm. made from trees. Maybe this is a bad example. I'm not sure. But um, there is a methodology that can then draw that into question and say, oh, maybe it's actually this. And it's a constant just picking apart something. So mm -hmm. whenever someone says, you know, settled science or the scientific right. community agrees on blah, 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 it's, those are all just theories. Right. Unless it can be really replicated, they yeah. really don't have a way of saying this, this happens every time mm -hmm. you put these two chemicals together, this will happen. Yeah. Then they can start saying, well, there's reasonable, reasonable to think this is a, is more uh, solid to base on, but we don't have anything like that no. for a lot of the theories like evolution. Right. That uh, 
are prevailing, which try to explain, basically at the root, try to explain away anything supernatural, anything yeah. that would be uh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the root of it, yeah. The, the, those who are atheists who believe in the scientific method as being the creator or the where where life comes from have to have a lot of faith in other men mm -hmm. to have put forth this theory which then everyone says okay yeah i believe that i have faith that that is the truth and that's a difficult thing to wrap your head around because i think at the it is when it all gets down to the beginning of theory of creation whichever you want to look at there's still the first thing there's still the first little piece and that's how I don't know how anyone can say one or the other. So it's either there was God or either there or there, or there was something right that started something. And uh, why not God? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. But the faith that we talk about in the Bible goes one step farther. Does it? Because when you look at Hebrews 11, which is a really good terse piece of, of uh, scripture that takes all these heroes of the faith and and says that their faith dialed it up a notch. Yes. And so that faith is knowing that God was going to be with them. You think about Noah, why build an ark? You think about Abraham, why even consider sacrificing his son? I mean, really? Really. That was a three-day trip. And really. All those dynamics are a part of it. You have to believe in a God that's got the final end game yeah. because he was still operating on that promise that through his line, there would be a nation. Mm -hmm. And if they kill, if he kills his only son, how's that get done? So you have to have faith in a God that's bigger than anything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, uh, that progression in Hebrews chapter 11 to me is a, a hallmark of those heroes of the Bible and the depth of faith yeah. that they carried into daily life. Now can we as Christians living in this, in this era carry that faith with us into the marketplaces, into our jobs, and into our homes and live that faith out? That'd, that'd be that would change the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dramatically. Yes. How do we go about doing that? Allow our faith to grow. Okay. In every situation, look for what God's doing and what he's orchestrating. To me, God's plan is bigger than anything that we can think about and we can imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, how do, and just watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. We won't have all the answers. No. But uh, if we're willing to say, hey, you know, I don't have an answer for that. Uh, let's go to Thursday morning, Alex and Don. Or, right, exactly. <laughs> or let's uh, go to the Bible together. Or let's contact our pastor. Or my pastor maybe will have a question, answer for that. And uh, search the word together. Yes. And then allow the Holy Spirit to move in the, in the relationship, in the midst of the, of the problem and... Uh, like I said before, we're most apt to find God when we're at the end of ourself. Oh yeah. And so open yourself to God. Yeah. Even if you are a believer, open yourself to God in that moment to find the answer that he's got created mm -hmm. for that time. You might be surprised how deeper your faith will grow because yeah. you give it to 
give it to him. Awesome. I like that. I think it's a good place to stop. Will you pray us out? I can do that. Awesome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the heroes of the faith that have shown us how deeply you will, are willing to walk with us in highly questionable situations. So lead us, Lord, by your spirit. Guide us in the daily, our daily lives and into the lives of, that we meet. And may you be brought honor and glory and praise as you move through our actions in the world today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, we hope you had a great Easter and we will uh, see you next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.